the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Hour to Mike Griffith. Little news to talk about with Griff covers Georgia. Then we have Gator Dave in hour two from Gators Breakdown, his podcast heard on all the platforms out there. Old Miss Evie. Typically, the angelic tones would be on Friday. There is no Friday show. Got with her yesterday, talked to her, and said, What can work? So we've got her. Top of our three today. Ole Miss EV, and they are absolutely tonning it in the portal. Ole Miss is. Baby Kiff is. We'll kick that around with the angelic tones of Ole Miss EV. Top of our three. 615-844-5600. On Twitter, at Bill is King. And you can email the show anytime. Bill is King 7 at gmail.com. Dot com. Where do you want to go? How do you want to do this? How would you, if you hosted today, how would you sift through the news? How would you allocate the time for the newsiest items? Good question. How would you do that? Now, all of you have your favorite team, so you would probably start there, right? And then you would work your way around. Well, I don't have an emotional investment. I just love all the news. I just love the playing portion of the season. I love the non-playing portion of the season. Love it all. I love the recruiting drama. I love the portal drama. Even though I don't like the concept of the portal, I love the drama. It's, It's enjoyable. It's fun. It's interesting. We're kind of new to this, folks. We're in the embryonic stages of a lot of these items. We are not through decades of data here. We are in the embryonic stages, and it's metastasizing right in front of us as we sit here and do this here radio show. Really does. I will start. Here's where I'm going to start. 
Dylan Rayola did make the flip. I guess that you call this flipmas around December, around this time, must be flipmas. Dylan Rayola took the visit to Nebraska, was expected to flip once the news got out, and has officially flipped to Nebraska. Absolute huge news for Lincoln, Nebraska. Huge news. This is something you can sell to recruits, to personnel, to your fan base. Now, that fan base is loyal and has been loyal even though they've not been given any type of return on investment. Husker fans have not gotten an ROI since probably, well, one exception, since probably the end of Frank Solich. Not an ROI at all. Now, Bo gave him a couple of years of nine wins, but Bo was so mean, and we didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We had to run him off, my boy Bo. No ROI in literal decades. Now, I'm not saying one player just reverses course on everything, even a quarterback that's gifted like this one is, but this is big news that's sellable. You can use it in recruiting. It's a rallying item. Absolutely, you can. And all you folks know I'm a Matt Rule guy. I like Matt. I want things to work out. I'm pulling for him. This year was probably so-so. Was expected to be that way. Probably so-so. Big news there. Not a shock. Not a monster kaboom because it was expected, but the confirmation is now when. That's different. The confirmation is there. Dylan Rayola to Nebraska. Now, Georgia doesn't need Dylan Rayola. Let's make this clear. Sure, they'd love to have him. They tried to keep him. He moved to Beaufort, Georgia. They'd love to have him. Anybody would, but Georgia isn't dependent on a name. Georgia can win natties with a walk-on quarterback if they need to. We don't need to speculate on that. We've seen them do it. Carson Beck announced he's coming back. That is monstrosity news for Georgia. The domino effect there, as opposed to him not coming back, and now you've really thinned out that quarterback room, is big. Is big. Now, for all I know, Gunnar Stockton would have stepped right in and they would have been fine, right? I mean, he's a big-name recruit, too. But this right here slows that process down. No need to get there because we've got a potential first-round draft pick quarterback coming back in Carson Beck. Big news. They also are having the top-ranked recruiting class in America as of right now. They're going to be one or two. Alabama's really coming on. Alabama's got what? The number two class. Could be the number one class. But big news, big news there for Georgia. We talked to Rusty about it. We talked to Griff about it. Griff will be back today. 
top of hour number two, and we'll kick that around with him. Don J. Moore is heading back to the place where he committed on signing day a year ago. Oregon did not sign anything, flipped to UCLA, backed Oregon. They have Dylan Gabriel, and then they have the young five-star, true sophomore coming up, Dante Moore. Good news for them. Now, they have to harness his talent. He was thrown in there this year. Not all quarterbacks, five-star quarterbacks, three-star quarterbacks are ready. Now, I don't know that he wasn't ready per se, but they weren't able to click with him. They weren't able to click with him. Not all freshmen can come in, even if they're going to have a fantastic career, and splash immediately. It's difficult. That's a very difficult transition. Hopefully, Eugene, Oregon will resuscitate, that's probably not the right word, his skill set when it's time for him to get the ball. That news also hit on... What is today? On on Monday. Interesting. Interesting news out there, y'all. I do. I As much as I don't like the concept of all that's going on, I do admit I get entertainment out of it. I do. I do. Ohio State is losing players and not real active in the portal. We're all scratching our head about that. I don't know if I can get Jay booked this week or not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to get him in here, though, to talk about it. What are the Buckeyes doing right now? What are they doing? Former state of Georgia product, A.J. Swan, also former Vanderbilt quarterback, A.J. Swan, has committed to LSU. That's a nice pickup. I don't know that he'll be their starting quarterback, but that's a nice pickup. That is a quarterback that if you have to go to him, he's pretty good. I like A.J. Swan. You know, we've talked to Rusty about him here on the show, too. Yeah, I like that. Like that a lot. Nice pickup for them. Nice pickup for Brian Kelly. And we'll talk to Blake about that tomorrow. This was a rumor. This was expected, perhaps. Safety Xavier Filsamee has flipped from Florida to Texas. Now, he's from the Dallas area. He's from McKinney. Big name safety, 6'1", 195, committed back in the spring to Florida. Has flipped to Texas. That's not necessarily a big shock. Not really. Not really. That was that was something that was trending very much possible and... We had really no idea how that would work out, but that's a 
That's a nice pickup. Texas, yo, let me just reiterate something. Is coming into the SEC conference, conference, with their chest out. They are not falling backwards, stumbling, drunk, tripping into the league. They are coming in big and bad. Texas is. You are not getting a Texas program that's limping around. They are not. They are. It's been a while. It's been since 09 we talked about. But they look like. Now, we need to see the sustaining next year. We do need to see that. Texas very capable of that. All right. I've been hit up on this. Somebody's putting out that Kirby Smart would be interested in the Falcons' job. There is freaking no way. Y'all, Kirby Smart has the best job on the planet in his mind. He's a Georgia kid. He's a college guy. He's winning natties. He is not leaving for the freaking Falcons. Or some team on Mars. I will not keep it. It is funny. It's funny. It's just not true. Buck, when we come back. Reporting in the Brentwood area, there's still a lot of scene of an accident. 8200 block of Rossi Road. It did have some minor injuries. Starting to pick up just a bit out here now on 24 West Bell. Coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, up through the Hickory Hollow area, headed towards Nashville. It's on the increase also down. 65 through Millersville. Plenty of radar already out here in Robertson and parts of Sumner County as well. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. 
The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Former Titans coach Jeff Fisher. Who's grumpy this morning? <laughs> coach, so, I'm not grumpy. Yeah, I mean, hey, John. Yeah. Pull your head out of your butt. Get yourself in a better mood. <laughs> I'll do my best, coach. Thanks for the pep talk. Okay. You just, you just made a promo for him. <laughs> All right. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. We have more Jeffs than you do. It's the Bill King Show. Tells our buckle on Tuesday. Buck, when you were at UCLA, did you run into slash play Nebraska? Did I run into who? I'm sorry. Nebraska. Did you play Nebraska? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we played them twice. Uh, they got us the first year in Nebraska, and then we got them pretty good the second year uh, when they came out to our place. I'll, I'll tell you the history there. It goes deeper than Nebraska because, you know, the, the Big 8 was the one conference that UCLA had struggled with, whether it was right. Nebraska, Oklahoma. And the year before, my, my freshman year, we played Oklahoma. Uh, very first college game, man. I, I was relaying the story because I watched Harding beat College School of the Mines, School of Mines uh, this past weekend with the triple option. And the kid wasn't Jamel Holloway, but he he was really, really good. Uh, Cole Keelan with his ability to ball handle and, and get the ball out at the right time, make the right decisions. But, yeah, my freshman year, I'm playing, and I play, you know, I play probably 15, 20 snaps. So I got a good amount of time. I didn't catch any passes, but Jamel Holloway was magical with the football. Bill, I had never seen anybody that I didn't know where the ball was uh, most of the time. There were a few, you know. So I just started every offensive series they had. I would just start watching to see how many times I could tell on the sideline what he was getting ready to do, and I couldn't. I had never seen anybody, that, and I had grown up watching option quarterbacks, guys that could play, and guys that were deaf with getting rid of the football, pulling it back. Jamel Holloway was awesome. So the next year we played Stevie Taylor in Nebraska, and we, we, we did pretty well early on. And they got, got it going. They beat us 42 to 33, something like that. And I, just, I can remember the summer between my sophomore and junior year when we were playing Nebraska at home, I said, I'm going to go home. I'm going to hear Broderick Thomas and a couple of the other guys I knew that were in Nebraska. They won't be talking cold cash-ish. So I said, we cannot come back again and let them beat us. And sure enough, we were at home. We'd all work out in the summer, whether it was Broderick or, you know, a bunch of guys from the area because we all lived in, you know, neighborhoods that we grew up playing ball together. And so I knew Broderick. I knew quite a few of the Nebraska guys. And I just told them, that ain't going to happen this year. And sure enough, 
I got us going early. We first play first drive of the series. I, I scored like a fifty-seven yard touchdown, and I and I was like, I was determined. Reggie Moore and I both from Houston were determined not to go back home again with another loss to any Big A school, especially not Nebraska. I bring it up because the Dylan Rayola theory has been confirmed. He took that visit to Nebraska and he's committed to them. And Matt Rule, I know a guy that you and I both like, that's a big national selling moment for him that he can sell recruits and the future to. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, listen, Matt hadn't had as much success as, as he had when he was at Baylor and then when he moved to the, you know, the Panthers, of course. But, but hell, I think the Panthers might be looking back and maybe he was better than what we had. So I don't know. Um, and, you know, you know and I think sometimes the shine comes off. Nebraska's going to be, it's been a hard place to get the success that they had before. They're one of those schools that did it a lot of different ways. They had local guys that would stay and they had a great feeder system coming from California, Jersey, and Texas. Some of that has dried up, and now I think they need to get back to that. And, it, and when you get a big-time recruit like this, it gives you that cachet. My only concern in the, in the NIL and travel port, uh, transfer portal days is can they keep them? Can your collective do everything it can to make sure guys are happy? Because what we're seeing now, that's not always the case. And so, you know, having having a legacy kid is great, but then can your – collective continue to do the job to make him feel comfortable and not want to go anywhere else. I was going to say, if Warren Buffett wants to chip in, you can keep him. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill, Bill, my man. Um, yeah, Warren But you, you know, I, I'm still amazed that people don't understand the Berkshire Hathaway, uh, you know, uh, contingent. And that's, that's the best collective you could have, right? If you have A shares, you're a very wealthy man. If you have the B shares of the Berkshire Hathaway, you're not doing bad. So go check those out. And most people on this call probably know that. But, yeah, I mean, he makes it easy, right? He He's the one that can just say, hey, this is what I want you to do. When you got – you know, it's interesting with Buff, Buffett. When you have LeBron James and other – high-level sports guys going and just trying to learn from the Oracle of Nebraska, you might as well take advantage of it if you're, if you're the University of Nebraska and, and get him involved any way, shape, or form because that's, a, that's, a, that's even a big, bigger recruiting win than, than anything you get from a player. Now, Georgia got news, Carson Beck staying. That's fantastic news. They don't need Dylan Rayola to come in there and be the quarterback anyways, and then they've recruited. Mm-hmm. They've got Gunnar Stockton. They've got another big-name recruit that's already there. They're fine, but let me flip this and maybe not trying to be negative, but just ask you as a former player all the way up and a coach and an analyst on TV and radio, Dylan Rayola in high school, played in Texas, then moved to Arizona, then moved to Georgia. During Mm -hmm. that process, he committed to Ohio State and Georgia, flirted with Nebraska, flirted with Southern Cal, I do believe. Mm -hmm. Again, moved to Buford, Georgia, Buck, to be close because that's where he's going. He committed verbally to them. And now he's back to where his dad played and his uncle's the offensive line coach. Are there flags there that are of a concern? 
Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know if there are flags in this day and age. But I, th- I think you have to look at it and say, how can we continue to keep this this young man happy? I mean, you got to have a hell of a quarterback coach. You got to have guys around them that understand, and your collective better be strong. And maybe it's the uncle that's the the old line coach that doesn't hurt you, right? Right. Maybe it's your dad having that, you know, that 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 understanding of the the, the place that he grew up. And maybe ultimately that's going to be his best option. Um, you know, they talk about him being a real student of the game, and maybe now that all the recruiting is off and he hasn't had to move from four different high schools and have, you know, different commitments, maybe this is the one. But I would say this, you, if you're Nebraska and you're Matt Rule, you better make sure you have everything in place so if he does get homesick or he doesn't have a great practice and you have to have some, some real – critical conversations with them about how he can play better, not negative, but just, hey, this is what's going to help you get better. You better make sure you you understand where his headspace is. And I think that's the part to me when I watch how coaches coach quarterbacks in particular now, because they can talk about everybody else transferring, but the quarterbacks really have all the cachet. They have all, they have everything now. They have the, they have the, the chips on their, their side because if things don't go well for him, they can move and say, hey, this is not working for me. And they are moving at, at a, a, a outrageous rate, but that's the way the system is set up. So for Dominique Rayola and Matt Rule, there has to be a real strong connection of understanding, hey, I'm going to coach you, I'm going to get you in the best possible position, but we're going to do it, and, and I want you here for the duration and not looking at other places when you get here. We mentioned Carson Beck, Buck, announcing he's sticking around another year at Georgia. How big is that? I think that's really big um, because they, they have the consistency of quarterback that they had from Stetson Bennett. Now Carson Beck, who I thought got a lot better as the season went on, was he perfect? No. But, but the young man I thought played really well and to do it without one of his key components, Brock Bowers, the John Mackey Award winner, I, I think – he just showed what he could do. Now, the thing with Georgia, it's not so much that I worry about. I look at Carson Beck. What kind of weapons are you going to get in there to come in to play with him? Because Georgia, over the last few years, hasn't had great wideout play. George Pickens, you can you can name them, right? But they haven't had like the guys that we look over at, at Bama and say, "Ooh, first round pick, first round pick, second round pick." You know, you can just start if you start naming names, you'll be like, "Oh, wow." So if Georgia can get that same kind of consistency and productivity out of their wide receiver room, maybe they have those guys, but they just haven't done it. I think that's only going to elevate Carson Beck, and I think that's going to make him a better player. And having him another year was probably one of the best recruiting jobs to me that Kirby could do and his staff. Buck, you played tight end all the way up to the highest level, number 19 at Georgia. How will he be utilized on Sundays? Man, he, he will be I, – I, this is what I always worry about. Um, I don't play fantasy football, but when I tell people about how you have to have the right quarterback to throw to the tight end or the receiver, you look at the kid Lively with uh, the Ravens now. He was great. Isaiah Lively, he was great in college. Had to wait his turn because they have Mark Andrews. And now, look, Lamar loves throwing to the tight end. I look forward to him – Brock Bowers getting to a place 
where the offensive coordinator does not say my system does this, but no, Brock Bowers allows my system to let me do this. And let me repeat that. I don't care how good a coach you are, if you have dudes that can make plays, i.e. Sam Laporta, uh, now at, at, and Dan Campbell's a former tight end, so he knows this big joker right here, let me get him all over the place. Jared Goff loves throwing the tight ends. Get them to a place where they can make plays. Patrick Mahomes, who's his favorite security blanket? Travis Kelsey. Anytime you look across the league, my boy Troy Aikman, when he got to the it was me in college, it was Keith Jackson before he got to me, and then it was uh, Jay Novacek. Anytime a quarterback will tell you, that's the easiest throw I can make, and I can just make a living off of it. So if, you, if Brock Bowers gets to the right location and place, and the offensive coordinator and the quarterback are smart, and I don't mean book smart. I mean just get out on the field and you turn and go 10 yards and hit them right in the middle of the field. You're going to make a living off of it. And I think this is the, the real key when really good coaches understand it ain't about the system, but it's about letting your players make your system look good for you. Then Brock Bowers can be, uh, he can be a dominant player because you're seeing the, the evolution of the tight end come back again. The way it's, you know, we always had guys that could make plays, but now every team is looking for a big 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", 240, 250-pound guy. That's a matchup problem. And that's what Brock Bowers is going to be. As athletic as Travis Kelsey is, I think Brock Bowers is just as athletic. As fast as Kelsey is, I think Brock Bowers is. Kelsey may be a little bit better route runner right now, but Brock Bowers is a bad boy, and we're going to see that at this next level if he goes to the right place and allows that to, to prosper. And you kind of like basketball. Sometimes a coach will say, don't yes. tell me he's a four or a three. He's just a ball player, right? He's just yes. He scores the yes. ball. Is that kind of what he is, a hybrid tight end receiver? Yes, because I'll say this, Bill. He's, be he's a better blocker. Then I think people give him credit for very willing, Georgia, very willing. Yeah, he's very willing, very willing blocker. But I think also what he does is you're right about the basketball playing. You know, how do you attack the ball? How do you get inside? How do you use your body? And then when you put a, a cornerback on him, that's a mismatch because a corner is not big enough. He's fast, he's quick, but he can't get around a big guy with long arms. And if it's a linebacker, that's a mismatch. If I have a linebacker covering me even now with my bad knees and bad quad, I still feel like I should beat this guy. And I'll tell the old, old linebackers that. So that's the thing. And then if it's a safety, man, he ain't comfortable. That's a fish out of water. Unless it's a guy like Carnell Lake, he played cornerback and he played safety. So he's, he's more adapted at covering. But even him, they struggle because it's just a big body that you have to move around. So I, I agree with you. Don't tell me, you know, we don't know how to use him if he's an inline or a flex guy. You better use him because he can get you 60 as a rookie easy, maybe 70, just because of his ability to play the game. And, that, and, that, and I, I can see that just from the guys that have come out since, before him and how he's going to project. And if he stays healthy, it's going to be a matchup problem every single week with him. Buck, maybe a minute, minute and a half. And you know this guy, a lot of theorizing that after these playoffs are over, Harbaugh's gone. Yeah, he's out, Bill. I don't you know why so? they keep saying he's going to sign an extension. He's going to the league. He, I, I, I would find it hard for him to stay another year and have to deal or another two years, however long the extension is, with them. The NCAA has basically told him, Jim, 
you need to go back and try to beat your brother in the Super Bowl or something because what you're doing here, we, we, we're on to it. Or we, Even if we're not, we're just not going to let you feel the comfort level that you can. Now, I will say this. This might be Michigan's best chance to beat Alabama, but it doesn't mean they're going to beat Alabama, right? J.J. McCarthy has to play out his mind, and, they, and losing that offensive lineman, I can't remember his name right now, that hurts them because that's their game. They were physical enough to beat Bama maybe up front with that guy. Now I don't know. So I'm really looking forward to it, and, and I may be at the Rose Bowl just because I want to see Alabama and Michigan play because I think that's going to be a really good game. I was talking about it yesterday. I just don't know that Michigan at, on offense – out in space has green grass athletes that scare Alabama. And, Bill, you, you called it, too. I mean, the thing is, when you're going to beat Alabama, you got to be like Texas, right? Monsters in the middle that can play offense and defense and dudes that can go. We know Texas got them, right? Yeah. I don't know if, that, if, if Michigan has them. And so Bama's playing some of their best football. It's going to be hard to beat them. It's going to be hard to beat them. And people get upset when I say, if they beat Michigan, they win it all. And I and I hope Texas shows up or Washington, but I just think Bama's got everybody where they want them right now. Unfortunately, if you're not a Bama fan, Buck, Merry Christmas. We'll see you next uh, Tuesday. All right, man. Y'all have a good one. Thank you. Does our buckle? Some Notre Dame news. Yes, some Notre Dame news. Confetti. I think confetti's coming from the sky on this one. Coming right back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Little tease there. Morning, a little bit heavy now on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. Coming in right now from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville. But at least it's moving. Traffic's off to a pretty good start coming down Ellington Parkway right now from the top down to the bottom. It's already increased with some volume on Vietnam Vets westbound through Hendersonville headed towards Conference Drive. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online, TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville 
double stack or the world famous bar lined grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the bar lined grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, Fifth Avenue, downtown. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldWideGolf.com. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the Sunshine State as the Jacksonville Jaguars head over to Tampa Bay to battle the Buccaneers. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags bring lots of talent on offense like Kirk, Ridley, and ETN. Baker and the Bucks can sail downfield thanks to Godwin and Evans. Mayfield goes deep left side, has Mike Evans for a Bucks touchdown. It's the Jaguars at the Buccaneers this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 2.30, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. While working, he eats kale and pets a cat. Bill King is a multitasker. I don't know if... The Dylan Rayola story or the Carson Beck news is the most celebrated. I think this is arguable. I think we could uh, adjudicate either side here. Notre Dame fans apparently getting some incredible news. I mean, I'm not saying that Joe Montana's coming back in his prime. No, I'm not saying that. But... (laughs) Notre Dame's offensive coordinator, Gerard Parker, who got absolutely nothing accomplished this last year except not getting anything out of Sam Hartman, is reportedly leaving to take the Troy job, Troy, Alabama, which is a pretty good job. Solid gig. Yeah, reportedly he is on his way to Troy. If that is the case, maybe Marcus Freeman can hire somebody who can actually offensive coordinate. Because that one-year experiment, which I'll tell you something's troubling, they were bringing him back. Now, maybe they knew he was flirting around and, and might leave, but the plan was to bring him back. Notre Dame fans should be having and probably are, from what I can tell on social media, a confetti party right down Main Street, whichever Main Street you live close to. Doesn't matter to me which one it is. That is phenomenal news. Now, what will they do? Supposedly, 
they will go outside of the program, not promote within for the next offensive coordinator. One name that comes up is Mike Denbrock. Now, he's down there at LSU, and, of course, he was at Notre Dame prior with Brian Kelly. I don't know that he would leave LSU. He's got phenomenal resources. Notre Dame's got them, too, but it's just easier at LSU. Getting things done, Brian Kelly will tell you that. He said it. Getting things done at LSU is much easier than getting things done at Notre Dame. Doesn't mean you can't at Notre Dame. It just means it's a lot more hoop jumping. At LSU, it's not. Everybody's lined up. It's all, let's go. G-E-A-U-X, let's go. Notre Dame, you may have Swarbrick get involved. You may not be able to or get approval to pay off a buyout like happened to them last time, and then they lied about it. Still lie about it to this day. That doesn't happen at LSU. So I don't know, Dembrock, why would he leave? He's coming off a year where he had the Heisman Trophy quarterback. So I'm not sure I would see that happening. Blake will be with us tomorrow. I'll bring that up. But I just, I don't see it. Dembrock was, is, at least has been mentioned, and I don't think this is his year for some head coaching jobs. But again, I don't, I don't think the time is now for him. But that is also some news that we had not gotten to yet and is, if you're an Irish fan, confetti. Go ahead. You just got an early Christmas present, y'all. You just got a phenomenal early Christmas present. Now, Marcus Freeman needs to go out and hire the right guy and fit it with the personnel they have. They should be this Notre Dame team with what they have coming. You've heard me talk about Ole Miss and what I think they're capable of. we got to see them do it. And there are some folks who are saying, yeah, but, Bill, once you bring in that kind of talent in the portal, it's going to mess that locker room up at Ole Miss. It's going to mess it up. The chemistry is going to be ruined in that locker room. Well, my only reply to that is I'm going to go get dudes. If I learn that you just can't have that many dudes together that are portal recipients, if you will, and the ecosystem, the pettiness, the uh the jealous aspect of the money poisons the room, then so be it. I'd still, um, if, if those dudes want to come, I'm going to go get them. Let me put it that way. But Notre Dame, with what they have coming back on defense, their two interior D linemen are back. They are stout. Howard Cross and Riley Mills, they're bringing in the kid from Duke. He'll take that one defensive end position. Their secondary has all kinds of talent, led by Ben Morrison. Offensive line is going to be, I think, good. You've got four players for three positions on the interior, all who have started. They're starting Charles Jagasaw at left tackle in the bowl game, a true freshman. He is their next star left tackle. No team in football has put more left tackles in the league over a stretch than Notre Dame. Charles Jagasaw, who is 6'7", 340, 
is getting the start over a guy that's been there forever, Tosh Baker. Because Jagasaw is the future at left tackle for them. He is their next superstar left tackle. They have good receivers. They've got a very good tight end room. They've recruited well at running back. They've got Riley Leonard coming in. Uh, again, I know what the comeback's going to be. Hey, Bill, 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 Bill. I have heard this about Notre Dame for decades, and it flops every time. I got it. I understand. I'm just telling you, they're absolutely a playoff-type team. Do I think they'd go beat Georgia and Alabama and Buckeyes in a playoff? Probably not, but that team's whipping into really good-looking shape for next year. Better go get a coordinator, though, now that you got this reprieve. That's a big reprieve. Wow. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. It's really starting to load up now on 24 Westbound as we look at it live here coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, up through the Hickory Hollow area. It's also building on Vietnam Vets Westbound as you come past Conference Drive, watching it increase uh, out of uh, Wilson County, the Mount Juliet area, especially on 40 going west towards Nashville. Princess Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check out their menu today. It's easy. Log on to princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. And Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Everyone loves Nashville right now. It's the perfect family getaway, but it isn't just known for its food, bright lights, and music. It's also known for football. The Trance Perfect Music City Bowl is coming to Nissan Stadium on December 30th. Come see Auburn versus Maryland right here in Music City. The music, the food, the fun. Spend your weekend in Nashville. It's your family's perfect start to the new year. Tickets are available now at MusicCityBowl.com and on SeatGeek. Brought to you by Tennessee Lottery. It's a Bill King Show. 
We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. doesn't know everything about college football Mm, yeah he does it's the bill king show Gator Dave also in our two Gators breakdown. Ole Miss EVD Angelic Tones, top of our three. Jim and Jupiter, about the portal. Bill, I agree you need to go get dudes out of the portal. They better be team players, though. One of the best things Norvell has done is go after guys that are great teammates and about the team. Notice Florida State is not going after Walter Nolan. Good point. Let me reiterate, we're in the embryonic stages of this portal madness. We're only a couple of years into this. We don't have a wide enough lens to make definitive assessments about portal poison. If it's a thing. If you've got a big stout collective and they can go get dudes. It's about the money, y'all. They can go get dudes. And then you throw those dudes at that roster. What's the delicate nature of the locker room cohesion? Is that overrated? I mean, I've had pro players tell me this Super Bowl team we were on, there were dudes all over the place that didn't like each other. We're teammates, and we work together. We're not buddies. Now, some of them are buddies. But it's not just known that way, right? You hear stories like that all the time. When it comes to the unification of playing together, we're good. We're not buddies, though. Is locker room cohesion an item or is it not? Here's my reply. It's an item until it's not. You have to be careful there. You're talking about lots of players. I'm going to make an assumption here. In most every case, probably don't come from a lot of comfort and plenty of money. Again, exceptions to that too, but for the most part, I'm just going to assume not everybody comes in with Arch Manning's background and money way deep. 
Very few. Very, very few. Money's an item. Money's an item not only for the player, but for the player's family. It's a big item. And now it's open, and I don't want to necessarily say plentiful, but it's abundant. It's there. It's not hidden anymore like it used to be. It's legal like it used to not be. Throw some guys in a locker room who are new, probably known because of their playing prowess, but not real well known, and they got all this nice stuff, pull up in a nice car. Could that cause a problem? Everybody wants a piece. Hey, we're, are you overlooking me? Yeah, I mean, but but if I'm Lane Kiffin, I'm going and getting dudes. If it blows up the locker room, then we'll take a different route. I'm if I can go get Walter Nolan, and he has not made a decision yet. If I can go get Juice Wells, if I can go get. Princely, Uman Mielin, I have to say that slow, the defensive end type from Florida, if I can go get those dudes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And if it ends up blowing up the locker room, then we'll have to figure that out. <laughs> we'll have to figure that out later. But, yeah, I've heard that. I've, I've heard people say that. Yeah, I've heard people say that. Anyways, top of the hour is approaching, and Griff will be with us from Dog Nation, the AJC's Dog Nation, Mike Griffith, and then Gator Dave, Gators Breakdown, the Angelic Tones of Ole Miss Evie, top of hour three. I've still got to find a place for Brad. I'm hoping tomorrow, hour three. I've got to find a place for Kevin Hagan, too. We tape that on Thursdays, but that's after the show, and there is no show on Friday. I got to figure that out, too. Yeah, I got to work that out. I think Coach Pete, unless he's got travel plans, will be with us Thursday morning, hour one. A lot of you got to meet Coach Pete. Glad you did. Coach Pete is as nice to your face, to your person, as he is on this show. Those of you that got to talk to him, got to shake his hand, knows that that guy's legit. Coach Pete is absolutely what you hear, what you see, is what you get out of Coach Pete. That guy is on this planet talking ball. And he does it as well as you could possibly comprehend. He is that good at it. He is outstanding. Tom says, Bill, maybe try and get Jay Book next week. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I, let me hit him up. Probably hit him up today and line something up. Oh, did I not even? We're one hour in now. Eve of the early signing period. One hour in. It's not nearly the crescendo it used to be when they did it first Wednesday in February. Just not. Buzzkill.
Griffin, we come back. <laughs> 